Welcome to Piedmont Arts. I'm Rachel Stewart. In 1984, John Tosco began hosting music parties as informal gatherings in his home. And over the years, those Tosco music parties grew into popular community concerts where nationally recognized acts shared the stage with undiscovered artists. And uh, the music parties have grown and grown, and now the Tosco Music Organization is actually a 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to helping the community explore, develop, and share their passion for music in all its forms. On July 22nd and 23rd, Tosco Music is going to present FabFest, Charlotte's Beatles Festival, which will celebrate all things Beatles. And today, founder John Tosco is here to talk to us about that and other great things that Tosco Music does and has done in the community. And John, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Rachel. My pleasure. So I thought it would be interesting to start by going back to the 1980s. Um, I've been around here that long. I remember what Charlotte was like in the in the 80s and what the music scene was like in the 80s and I'm curious why you started hosting music parties in your home well after I uh, left college as a music major joined a band and I lived in Denver Colorado for three years I grew up in North Carolina but uh, was living in Denver and I was in a full-time band and then I started having a family my first son was born out in Denver and it, it was very clear it was going to either be successful at raising a family or having this band. Uh, and so we decided to move back to Charlotte and go with the family route. But I missed playing music. Uh, so really, that's what, what, what prompted them was just wanting to gather with friends who I knew that would, and, uh, who played different genres. You know, it could be a jazz musician, a bluegrass uh, musician or a folk singer and just say, come on over, let's let's have a little song circle or a jam session and let's do some sing-alongs. And uh, it was just for the love of music. I'm curious, when you, did you find that there was a, a similar hunger in people back in the 80s to, you know, have fun with music and, and hang out with like-minded people? Yes, there was no money involved. There was no, uh, you know, this is the, the headline act and these are opening acts or anything. It was always just, we're all equal. And it's also not performer and audience separated from each other. It's always been, it's like we're all together making music, you know, keep in mind back then, you know, if you asked someone, or at least from my experience, what kind of music do you like? They would say, I like rock or I like country music or I like this or that. And I grew up with my guitar teacher specifically exposing me to so many different genres, listening to and playing all kinds of music. So when I gathered friends, they were all different genres coming together. And I think people really appreciated that. And I just think it really touched something. And this growth over the years has really been organic and really kind of a grassroots thing, mostly by word of mouth. Um, there was never any business plan of let's, how can we grow and get bigger and get a bigger venue? It's just, we got so big, we couldn't fit in my home anymore. We had to find someone who had a larger home. And then we had to, we got an apartment clubhouse and then we rent, we, we rented a VFW building and took donations at the door, you know, as the, it's just, we were running out of elbow room to get everybody in. It was like a big deal the first time we ever got microphones so that people could hear us because we had well over 100 people attending and it's just continued on that path where we've moved into larger and larger venues over the years and it's still to this day you come to a tosco music party and you're going to hear 15 to 20 acts 
a wide variety of music styles. And we have a house band that I lead where we do a half a dozen sing-alongs throughout the night with the words in the program. So we bring the house lights up, everybody stands up as if you were in church. And, you know, I kid, open your hymnals to, you know, <laughs> this Motown song that we're all gonna sing. And, and our sing-alongs are all different genres as well. We'll do a country song and a pop tune and a folk song and just a little bit of everything. And so there's really something for everyone. I remember, um, I guess when I first became aware of the Tosco music parties, I was really struck by the fact that it, I mean, you have this open mic component to it that was so inclusive. There must have been a lot of people who really were looking for an opportunity to share their music and their art. And it seems like somehow you hit the right note, should I say, <laughs> with your <laughs> with your formula or, you know, not formula, but the the way you structured the event. There are more open mics around now than there were, you know, 20 plus years ago. And we do a monthly open mic at the Evening Muse, usually on the first Wednesday of every month. And it's literally that open so anyone can comment. But ours are, are again, we do sing-alongs with the audience. It's very family-friendly. So we have a lot of young people come out and perform and seniors will come and perform as well as professional musicians and a lot of variety of genres. And that's the way these music parties started, just whoever showed up in my living room or other, who was ever room home we were in. Now the, the shows that we do are at night theater four times a year, and they're all scheduled acts. And we, but people would say to us, we miss when we could show up and just show up and play. That's how we started the open mic literally 21 years ago when the evening news opened. That's when we started and we've uh, been there ever since every month and uh, they're still very popular. So we have, we have both. How often uh, do you find some remarkable talent that way all been, the time all the time it's, i'm amazed at how much talent there is right here in charlotte i think charlotte always had talent but you know maybe not the most robust music scene back in the day is there more opportunity now how have things changed yeah i, I mean we are growing in a number of ways including as a, a music hub there are quite a few people in the music industry here who are wanting to see Charlotte become another Austin or Nashville. Um, like it used to actually be, uh, you know. Like way back in the day. Way back, you know, in the 30s and 40s. Yeah. It was bigger than Nashville. And I think there's a movement to get it moving back in that direction. Uh, we are co-hosting with a number of other nonprofits, uh, what we call the Charlotte Music Community Hang. And it's a monthly gathering where musicians can just get together and network and we can see how we can serve them. We're, we're very much about wanting to support musicians. Well, let's transition and talk about FabFest, which is the Charlotte's uh, Beatles Festival. Is this going to be the second time you have it? Did you start it in 2019? It's our third one. Did you do it last having. year? We did it last year, but okay. COVID canceled us in 2020. Okay. So we missed one year. You know, uh, my earliest childhood memory is seeing the Beatles on Ed Sullivan. And that really inspired me like so many other people. I had a little cardboard guitar that I would sing along with, you know, uh, to the record, uh, the Beatles record I had. And, and it's always been my favorite music. When we were doing the music parties in the early days, we always had Beatles music as part of the show. It was 17 years ago, we said, 
let's do one Tosco music party that's nothing but Beatles. Sometimes you get bands that'll do it just like the record, but then you'll have a jazz trio do their version of one or a bluegrass group. And so we still do that now. And uh, that's the Tosco Music Beatles tribute, tribute. And that's always been our most popular show. So in 2019, as you mentioned, we, we expanded into a full weekend. So we bring in a band called the Fab Four on Friday night. This will be July 22nd coming up. And they're from LA. They're one of the world's greatest Beatles tribute bands. They do uh, three sets where they'll perform. This is at night theater and they'll do the early period and they're wearing the suits. Then they come back and they're wearing the Sergeant Pepper uniforms and they're doing that period. And then they come back and do the Abbey Road period. That's a fantastic evening. It's the next best thing to going back in time and seeing the Beatles themselves. <laughs> and Saturday night is our Tosca Music Beatles tribute like we've been doing for so many years. And then during the day on Saturday, this is July 23rd, uh, we'll be at Central Piedmont Community College. They have a brand new building called the Par Center. And we'll have all kinds of music and activities all day from 10 in the morning till five in the afternoon. There'll be a main stage uh, with bands playing 45 minute sets every hour. Our headline act is Mickey Dolenz of the Monkees, and he'll be doing a, a performance with his band. And then we'll also have two other stages. We have a stage that will have our Beatles cover song contest. Uh, so we have youth and adults performing for cash prizes um, and doing their versions of Beatles songs. And then we have the open mic stage so anybody can show up and play any Beatles song. But we have so much more going on as well during the day, uh, including a Beatles art contest with about $2,000 in cash prizes for youth and adults for uh, Beatles artwork. Uh, we have a presentation room. We're bringing in three different Beatles authors uh, to do presentations on their books and talk about that. We have the, our, our video rooms where we have very rare concert footage that you cannot buy anywhere that's, um, th that we have gotten of uh, Beatles concerts from Australia and Japan, et cetera. Um, we have the family fun room for kids. And so there's all kinds of arts and crafts and costume parade and a dance party and a jam class, all for kids built around the theme of Yellow Submarine and Octopus's Garden. And then we have a memorabilia gallery and a marketplace. And I mean, I know I've gone wow. on here. It's, <laughs> it's jam packed. And Rachel, there is so much. We had to create a separate website just for the festival because there's so much. Our regular website for the music parties is toscomusic.org. Mm -hmm. But the website for the Beatles Festival is fabfestcharlotte.org. The daytime tickets are only $25. So we love to keep it affordable for families. It's half price for kids. And there's also uh, the, the open mic stage and the marketplace and the memorabilia gallery is all free. We'll have a couple of giant guitars out there, uh, chalk art demonstration, um, food trucks. It's going to be so much. And that's all free. These, we've seen over the previous two Fab Fests, ticket buyers coming in from out of state. This is the only festival of its kind in the Southeast, and it seems to be growing each year. And I'm, I'm so happy about it because I'm such a Beatles fan, a Beatles nerd. And as much as I am, I find <laughs> that there are many more that know even more than I do. We do Beatles bingo and we have a Beatles trivia contest. And it's crazy how much people know. <laughs> <laughs> so you were telling me before we started recording that you have, is it three or four full-time staff? people with Tosco music? 
for including me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So how do you put together such a huge festival with four yeah. people? We've had a lot of help and we and we still rely on volunteers. We, we use, uh, I think it's about 60 volunteers for the festival. So we still invite people to go to our website and sign up to volunteer if they are interested. It really is a community effort. I mean, not to sound corny, and I know it, it does, but there's a lot of love, you know, of people just loving the music and loving helping make something like this happen together. And it's all for the right reasons and with the right spirit. Well, it's been impressive to see how it's grown over these, I guess we're coming up on 40 years, aren't we? Yeah. 38. But I mean, really, it's it's been it's been a lot of, of very uh, impressive growth and an impressive support for the musicians in our community. So one last question before we finish up. Uh, I'm always curious to hear people say why they think the Beatles are so great. You know, they encompass, it's very, not too different from what I've described about the music parties. They have such a, a wide range of music styles of their own. You know, they're not just a rock band. There are classical elements to their music from Eleanor Rigby and Yesterday to um, to more jazzy styles and even some country style songs in there, you know, Rocky Raccoon. And it's the brilliance of the songwriting. I really believe that their music is going to live on for, you know, hundreds of years. I think they will very much be like the Bach and Mozart that we look at now. I mean, it's going to be that type of legacy. There's just something very, you know, magical about what they did. It's not just the timing when they happened in this country and in the world, but it's also the quality of what they did and how unique it was. Their songwriting, their lyrics and melodies. It's just something very unique and special, rare. John Tosco, thank you so much for uh, talking to us today on Piedmont Arts and uh, for giving us the lowdown on Fab Fest. Again, that's coming up uh, July 22nd and 23rd. And we sh- wish you all the best. And uh, again, thanks so much for the way you supported music in our community. Thank you. For Piedmont Arts, I'm Rachel Stewart.